0: You can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say Play the News from The Australian. From The Australian, I'm Kristen Amiot. A special bonus episode of The Front for you today. Megan Shute has been a mainstay of the Australian women's cricket team for more than a decade. Today, on the eve of her 200th international cricket match, the superstar reflects on a career she never could have imagined. When she walks out onto the Adelaide Oval for the first women's one-day international against South Africa this afternoon... Megan Shute will bring up a double century for her country. Not runs, but matches. The right-arm fast bowler has spent almost half her life playing cricket at the domestic and international levels, enjoying the kind of success that comes with being part of some of the most dominating teams in sport. When I asked her this week if she imagined this is where her career would lead, she said,
1: No chance in hell. It's probably a nice recognition more than anything and sometimes I feel like I've played 500 games and then every now and again I feel like I've played 100. So it's a weird feeling, to be honest, to reach a milestone such as that and not one I ever dreamed of. So flash forward, what, 11 years and I'm here, but it definitely doesn't change anything in terms of how I go about the game, you know, the opposition I'm playing. It doesn't really affect anything. It's just nice to get that recognition, I guess.
0: Shute began her career in her home state of South Australia back in 2009. After a stint with the SA Scorpions in the Women's National Cricket League, she made her international debut against New Zealand in the 2012 Rose Bowl series. A year after that, Shute would represent her country again, this time in the ICC Women's World Cup in India, where she'd rack up more wickets than anyone else in the tournament.
1: It was difficult from the outset at such an early start with Megan Shute. Picking up two early wickets, she took two for 34. She also took up some great catches and Alex Blackwell just
0: epitomising the quality of this Australian... In 2015, the Australian team reclaimed the women's ashes on English soil for the first time in more than a decade.
1: After the halfway point, things crumbles... The Australian bowlers dominating, in particular Schutt, who ended up with four wicket. Disappointing collapse for England, but for Australia, it is a big win that levels the Ashes series. Meg Lanning with a captain's display.
0: And in 2022, she was an integral part of the team that claimed a record seventh World Cup title.
1: That's the catch. The five-year master plan has come to fruition for Australia. They have what they came for. It's the World Cup title. It's amazing in the sense that sometimes you forget about the success. Like you kind of get a little bit too focused on the future and you don't probably take a minute to sit back and what has been achieved. And I remember one day coming home from tour and my wife kind of got a little bit angry at me. I remember a little bit before about not displaying anything that I've won or whatever. And I was like, look, I'm not that kind of person, you know, and came home to a trophy cabinet she'd put together with all the things I've achieved. And at the time I was like... I don't really want this on show, but it did kind of give me a a moment of reflection on what I have been able to achieve in that time and to do that with a team that has been so dominating, to have played so many games for a team that's been so consistent is truly special and I think having been there from – how the game was when I started versus now in terms of you know we're all full-time cricketers and don't need a second job and to have that now passed down into our domestic structure is, is bloody amazing and that's probably what we're most proud of is being able to make sure that the future of Australian cricket is decent hands as well you know we're pushing towards making sure those domestic girls still have a little bit of a way to go in that sense of being absolute full-time cricketers but yeah for me I mean when I leave the game which probably isn't too far away I'm leaving it in a 20-fold better position than what it was, and that's a very special feeling.
0: Tonight's match at the Adelaide Oval is the first of three ODIs to be played against South Africa in the coming week. It follows a run of three T20 matches that ended in a tense decider in Hobart on Tuesday night
1: whipped off the pads nicely no need to run it'll go to the boundary line and that's a magnificent win for australia over a team that's pushed them right throughout this series they got 163
0: shoot says the proteas have been keeping the australian team on their toes
1: They've been competitive, clearly. I don't know. I think we spoke about it pre-tour about how a lot of their star players have been over here for the Big Bash and have experienced a lot of Australian conditions before, but I think it's just having the mentality to take it to us, really. That's what teams have been doing over the last couple of years, and it's really cool, to be honest. South Africa have shown that they've been a bit of a powerhouse for the last few years. I mean, they reached the final against us, the semi-final back here in Australia in 2020, and a couple other semi-final losses to them in ODI World Cups as well. So they've been teetering for a while, and I think coming over here, they've obviously got a good game plan against us and are experienced in our conditions as well.
0: And tonight in Adelaide, Shoot is expecting South Africa to bring that same competitive spirit to the table.
1: Obviously, the shift from T20 to 50 over cricket is probably the easier one than the other way around, uh, in my opinion, and so it'll just be having a similar sort of game mentality but having a bit more patience towards it. I know that's certainly how I look at the transition between the two formats and I think that they'll do the same thing. Obviously, batting orders change a little bit and whatnot, but I still see a lot of their key players playing very similar roles, such as Laura being an anchor, you know, Chloe being a big hitter in the middle there. So I I don't see much of a shift from them. It's just doing what they're doing now in the T20s in, in a longer format.
0: Coming up after the break, what a WBBL veteran makes of the game's future. Somewhere between those 200 international cricket matches, Megan Shute has found the time and energy for a successful Women's Big Bash League campaign too. Her team, the Adelaide Strikers, were crowned champions of the 2023-2024 season. Jute has been named Most Valuable Player a record three times over the league's nine seasons, an honour she shares with New Zealand's Sophie Devine. Still, it took a minute for her to come around to the idea.
1: I absolutely love the WBBO. I don't think you'll find a single Australian player that doesn't enjoy that time of the year, and we're all pretty passionate about it, and I think that's the beauty of our schedule we still find time to play that league. And I just go back to WBBO one and... I was a skeptic. I didn't want it to change and switch to franchise cricket. I liked what we were doing in South Australian colours. And to think, flash forward what nine years of it, where it is, is absolutely incredible. We continuously get the world's best players. We now got stadium league games coming into play, which is awesome. But I think it's just the quality of cricket that's played. It's still by far the best domestic competition in the world. Yeah, I bloody love it. I think it's shown the development of the game. I think you can see. Individual skill sets have skyrocketed since then and it's allowed international players as well who might not have the same domestic structure in their home country come over and experience a good domestic system. So I think it benefits the game of cricket as a whole, but obviously having some personal success with the other strikers has also been pretty bloody cool the last couple of years.
0: This year, the men's Big Bash was condensed to give in-demand international players the chance to play in a higher percentage of BBL games. The gamble paid off, with games regularly selling out and match attendance jumping by almost 30% across the board. The question now is if the women's game will go in the same direction.
1: Personally, I love the playing two games aside. I mean, you have a chance to bite back at a team if they've nipped you in the first game. But when I think of it in a global perspective, there's... So many leagues going on across the world, so much cricket is being played that ultimately trying to take six weeks out of an international player's calendar is almost not doable. It's a hell of a lot of cricket, so ultimately it probably is where it it needs to go. If we could find a way to somehow squeeze in the same amount of games in a short period of time, I'd be happy with that too, but probably my old girl body isn't agreeing with that as much as it used to. So I love the amount of cricket that's being played now in the Big Bash, but completely understand that probably 10 games is the way forward.
0: For now, Chute is just enjoying the game however she gets to play it. She says thinking about life after cricket can be scary, but when she finally calls time on her sensational career, she's looking forward to spending more quality time with her wife Jess and her daughter Riley. Oh, and having weekends off would be nice too. But before that happens, Shoot's gunning for one more milestone. Just
1: wishing I played more games on Adelaide Oval. <laughs> I got asked the other day about, you know, I'm at 200 games and they said, you know, do you think you'll get to 300? And I kind of laughed and said, well, it's taken me 11 years to get to 200, so I, I highly doubt that. But this would be my third ever game for Australia on Adelaide Oval. One of them was a washout and the other one we lost. So looking forward to hopefully creating some new memories, some happy ones, but in the last couple of years of my career, i love some more games at Adelaide Oval. So if you can plug that in there and get them tweaking the schedule, that'd be great.
0: Australia's women's cricket team will take on South Africa at the Adelaide Oval from 2.40pm local time today. You can follow the action at theaustralian.com.au. My name is Manny Karoudis, and I'm a former New South Wales policeman turned investigative reporter with a passion for missing persons cases. I'm here to quickly tell you about our True Crime Australia podcast, The Missing. In this series, I look at old missing persons cases which have all gone cold in an attempt to try and uncover new information which could help see these missing people reunited with their loved ones or any form of clue that could bring these families closure. The Missing is available now wherever you get your podcasts and early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts.